0: Yo, my man, you know you in there. Yo, you got me in the past. I'm living in the present, like living on the present. with in the stance, sound niggas in my stash, weapon on my waist, expression on my face, ground thinking my glass. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Chin Check This episode we're gonna break down All the craziness from UFC 250 It was, oh man, it was a great event Headlined by Nunes V Spencer Yo, and we also got some clarification On the bantamweight division So, uh Sit back and enjoy, people. Okay, people, so what a great goddamn event! UFC 250. Man, it, it just. Woo! The Apex killed it again. Anik, Rogan, Cormier. I mean, that was just pure jokes. Buffer was doing his thing. Ah, it was I do have to say, like DC interviewing the dudes the other week was cool. This DC's fun. But yeah, Rogan just knows how to do it, right? But um look, we had 12 events. I mean it's 12 fights even. 12 events. Hmm. Yes, we had 12 fights and oh shit. Yeah. So many of them delivered, right? So we started off with the early prelims. We had Herbert Burns against Evan Dunnan. And, you know, looking at this, you're always thinking this is going to be a good fight. Dunnan going, although he's been out for a bit, he's fought some great dudes, you know what I mean, like, he's won by submission. So he has got jiu-jitsu. So like, can he hold Burns off? What what's gonna happen? But yeah, this was oh man, this was insane. Right? So it starts off and Burns, man, he lands a big body kick. But you know, that Dunan, you know, he lands a uh, A big leg kick of his own. Like, Burns is rushing and, you know, lunging a bit. There was that. But he didn't look subdued. He looked confident as hell. Which only makes sense because, you know what I mean? If he's training with Gilbert and everything that Gilbert's done, right? So we have that. Now Dunham is landing like on the counter when when uh, Herbert is kind of lunging in, so there's that. But Herbert gets a lovely takedown, and goddamn, like butter, he just, you mean like the transition. Was something right So he gets the back Sinks in a body triangle Rear naked And it's done It's done I I think that fight lasted Like a minute and a half Like that was some quick ass shit that was insane. But, yeah, it was such a such a good fight. So then, um, oh, and that was at a catchweight, by the way. Um, because that was like this, man, I think this fight came together last week. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was at 150. Um, so then we moved up to the light heavyweight division. And we saw Alonzo Medefield. You know what I mean? Put his unbeaten record on the line against Devon Clark. And, uh, you know, Metafield has looked just... Man, he's been murking people. And Devon Clark, talented, but he can be inconsistent. So, it's like, what's going to happen? So, first round and... Damn... <laughs> you Devon Clark comes out fast shooting for a takedown. like Meadowfield stuffs it but Clark gets him on the fence until Meadowfield is able to reverse right um and on separation he lands a nice uppercut which seems to hurt Clark. And and hurt his eye because he was started to blink and like occasionally like put his hand over his eye so it was it was an odd situation, so, you know hearing I but referee isn't stepping in, referee isn't stopping it. So you know what I mean Meadowfield unload with a few just big shots that Rock Clark, um. Yeah, he, he kind of winces. Uh, man, it, you're looking at the situation, and you think, oh, fuck, is this going to be over? Right? But, um, you know, Clark, hey, he's been in there for a good chunk of time, right? So he's got experience and he utilized that. So he, he went for a takedown, which, you know, you have to say it probably saved him probably saved him, um, you know, because he's able just to get in close, he's, you know, I mean, he's holding him, and, yeah, it, it just stopped midfield coming in, right, and that was the big, that was the big thing that he needed, um, yeah, and, and so now we're seeing Medefield like he he he's coming in and doing stuff, but he he's not with the same kind of force and energy as at the beginning of the round. Like he is hitting, he's hitting hard, hard still. There's no denying that, and he's stuffing the takedown attempts. Right, but we doing all of this. Medefield is, is starting to look a little tired and a little cautious. You know? that's That's what you noticed. But, yeah, you kind of feel okay. Right. But that first round... Medford won the first round okay so it's how's the fight going to go from this point onward right so second round um well the funny funny thing as well when because it's empty everyone can hear so when Clark is on his stool they they've not got the in-swirl which is an odd one because his eye was definitely swelling, and you just hear, like, the see your Rogan be like, they ain't got the end tool, then suddenly they go get the end tool, <laughs> right, it's just like, yeah, everyone can just hear everything, it's, it's a crazy thing, but, right, so the second round, and, Medefield is, he, he's getting kind of tagged coming in, right, so, Yeah, it's kind of changed. You can definitely see and feel the shift, right? So, Clark lands a, a head kick, right? And it's interesting as hell because it's just like, yo, Clark nearly got stopped in that first round. And now he's landing head kicks. He's bringing the Pressure, he's tagging up Medifield Like, what? You know what? I mean, it's crazy But even though he's tired Like, Medifield is still rocking Clark when he lands Right? Um. Clark gets a tie clinch And he's landing some nice knees Right on, um, Medifield, like to the stomach, which look, yes, a nice knee to that head is always good, but to the stomach, when you're tired, that's just draining as fuck, right? So, yeah, it's not good, right? And, um, yeah, he. Clark tags Medafield with some combos at the bell. So this fight has completely turned. And going into the third, it's definitely 1 1, right? So we got the third round. Clark comes out hard. You know what I mean? Lands and gets the clinch. Medifield lands a couple of knees, but he's not really throwing anything, um, you know, anything Clark hasn't seen, and it's just not coming with any real ferocity, right? So, Clark is being the busiest, you know, and he's really going at Medifield's Body Right He finally gets a takedown Tries for a rear naked Then tries for a front choke Like you've got to give it to medafield Because he could have just given up At any of those moments But he's still Trying He's tired He's ineffective But he is still trying Right So you've got to Yeah i got to give him props for that Um, you know, so Medafield gets up, but still, you know, he still just hasn't got the energy for the to deliver really a lot of output. Like, he's just trying to clinch, and he needs something big to really take back this round. You know, um, he, you know, Medafield lands. At the end, but you know, it's Clark who finishes really just with more energy, just landing like a nice flurry, which just puts the you know puts the exclamation mark on all of that work and just tells the judges <laughs> you're know it's me, so, yeah, Clark wins, unanimous decision, you know I think one judge gave Clark all three rounds It was a bit of a weird situation, but, um, you know, Clark definitely won the last two, right So that was, yeah, I mean, that was an interesting fight I think it was definitely beneficial for medafield it was You know, he was taking people out in that first round So at least now He can see the holes in his game He can put in the work And he can come back stronger So I think, yeah, that's a good thing Right, so the next fight um, And the last fight In the early prelims We've got for Formega You know he, he was very close to a title fight at one point against Alex Perez in the flyweight division. So, yeah, they, you know, it was like, oh, what's going to happen here? So, first round, and Perez is going hard with the calf kick, you know, he just straight away. That's what he's firing, um, and he's really pressuring for Miga. You know, landing punches and kicks. Formiga lands a nice hook and seems to be playing the counter game. You know, that's what we notice straight away. Um, I think the big thing from Formiga is he's not blocking the calf kicks or just any of the leg kicks. And... We've seen that go terribly wrong in the past, right? You know? Also, like, you know, not that long in, we see Formiga start to limp, right? So he's starting to limp, but he's still not blocking the kicks. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, man, it's funny. Like, Formiga, he lands a knee on Perez as he comes in. But, like, it's not a bad knee, but it's not a finisher, right? But, um, you know, Perez, he's just hitting that kick. Man. And he lands one, Formiga crumbles, right? But Perez does the smart thing. He steps back, steps back, makes Formigas get back up. So it makes him get back up. He lands another, I think, like another couple of kicks. And Famiga just crumbles again. Just can't, he can't do anything. Referee comes in, stops the fight. Great win for Alex Perez. Yeah, that was crazy. You know? Like, first round stoppage And the thing is, like, look I think when Joseph Benavides For Miga, he attacked The legs, so Perez Just started that shit And, man For needs To start blocking leg kicks Because that Whoa That was crazy, great win for Perez. And just a great way to end the early prelims. Okay. So the first fight on the prelim. Is a middleweight clash. We've got Charles Bird. Against Maki Pitoli. And yo. Pitoli comes out fast. You know what I mean? Looks like he stuns Bird. But. He reverses and clinches up. Um, That's Bird with Pitoli. But Pitoli gets uh, Bird down, um, you know, by defense. Again, Bird reverses, had an, you know, odd backwards... Half Nelson type of thing That yeah I was just like I wasn't quite sure what Bird was trying to do with it But you know Interesting That like is it's definitely putting Pressure on the uh, On the head and neck right um, But yeah So he's got that He's you know Yeah he's really trying to put pressure on Patoli but Slight lack let's Pitoli get him up and um he then gets bird down bird does keep working and gets um his own big takedown um yo know, he lands a few elbows and gets some ground a pound as the round ends it was an interesting first round back and forth um bird. Got stunned but was able to come back. Second round. And Bird, yo, Bird comes out hot. You know what I mean? Trying to do his thing. Uh Pitoli has a good um you know he's um yeah, he lands a just a nice a nice short shot. Um in Bird, you know, he comes back at Petoli, lands a couple, but Petoli then stuns Bird with another just short, um, quick shot down the middle. You know what I mean? Just a fast like pow. Um, he then moves to the body, back up top. I mean, just really mixing things up with his output. He there like it's it then gets kind of odd, right? So Bird kind of puts his arm out. Pitoli trips him, um, but it was kind of like it was a trip, but it wasn't the hardest of trips. There's Bird kind of just crumples. And it's like you're looking at it, and it's just like, wait, was he hit? I don't think he was hit. But, yeah, he he goes down. Pitoli gets on top. He's landing hammer fists, um, you know, and, yeah, Bird just isn't responding. So the ref just calls it. It was just a real... Odd end to the fight. You know, it didn't really make any sense. Bird just Yeah, I don't know what happened to Bird in there. It was it was it was odd. It was very odd. But good win for Pitoli for sure. Uh so next we go to the um featherweight division. Yeah, 145. Um and Brian Kelleher is making his real quick turnaround. So, he's fighting Cody Stamen, right? So, Stamen usually fights at Bantamweight. But, because this is short notice, you know, he's fighting at feather. uh And, man, this was a, a crazy situation. Because, a week before, Stamen's younger brother died. And coming into this, you're just like, man, for for him to be able to do this is just, mad, it's mad props, like, you know, Stamen is a great fighter, but coming into this one, that for me, the big thing was, is he able to control his emotions, you know? Because like if he can't, yeah, Kellerho is gonna win. But if he can, then we've got an interesting fight. you know? So it starts off and um, they meet in the center, and yet, yeah, they're just, man, just doing their thing, right? They're just fighting. We get exchanges, like kicks. Hands, it's just all going. Stamen, you know, he lands a some good shots to the head. They're both looking for openings. Um, Stamen, as you know, he's had like as the rounds going, he's had the rub so far. You know, I mean, Kelleher just didn't look like he had his range really. And he's just a bit of a step behind Um, It was interesting, right? But Stamen clearly took the first round So we go to the second And again, Stamen, he's fainting well He lands a nice hook Kelleher goes for a takedown but Stamen, you know, he stuffs it. Um, you know, Stamen is just pushing forward. He's 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 focused, he's determined. You know what I mean? Like, and and he's taking it to Kelleher. Like, Keller gets off a couple of um like, you know what I mean, just nice shots. And yeah, it, it it looks like he's fine he's found his range a bit. So we're getting more of a dog fight, right? But Stamen is able to get another takedown towards the end of the round. And like Stamen is the busier of the two. Right? He is showing tremendous like striking. His striking is so sharp, so crisp, and he, he's adding in variety. Do you know what I mean? So, kicks, headshots, body shots, and then throwing in the odd takedown to really keep Kelleher just guessing. So, I would say he's two up, right? So, we go into the third, and statement, he's just continuing to push, you mean? He he's making it a fast paced fight. Uh so he's moving well and he's faster. That's the real big thing. He has got that speed advantage over Kelleher. And uh yeah. It it's it's meaning like Stamen is landing and getting away before Kelleher can you mean, throw that first punch. Like Kelleher does start to get back into things. Yo, he, like, he lands a g- really good hook. Um, Like, he gets Stamen on the fence. And he's landing to the body. Few to the head. But, you know, Stamen, it, like, he's not phased. Like, he's just not phased phased by anything Kelleher is doing. Uh and you know towards the end he yeah, he gets Kelleher down, goes for a guillotine Um but yeah Kelleher is able to escape literally at the buzzer. So yeah I, I think Stamen won that last round and yeah he did win by unanimous decision. It was, man, it was, like, one of the best performances we've seen by Stamen, And under the circumstances, it was so impressive. So impressive, you know? I just hope he can, you know what I mean? Just go and uh, just, I don't know. It's a tough time for him, man. But it's, it's it's good he got the win. Right, so now we go up to middleweight. And we've got Gerard Merchiot against Ian Heinish. Okay, so this fight, man, this did not go how I, anyone expected it. You knew it was going to be, well, you figured it was going to be a tough fight. It was going to be very back and forth is gonna be close not so much <laughs> not so much like straight away Heinish lands uh, just a, a, a heavy inside low kick right which puts um I think off balance. So, yeah, he does that. And he lands another, you know, after he lands that initial kick, he then lands, like, some headshots. And it was just a great little combination. You know what I mean? Um, He's moving well. Right? He hits an overhand and puts Mershot down. He follows him to the ground, and just comes with the ground and pound. And that's it. Fight is done. It was insane. It was like, I don't think Mershjot really got off any shots. Like, Hainish just, man, he just took it to him. And, yeah, it was an. Impressive performance for sure One of the best I think we've seen Out of Hyenish in the octagon So We move to the main event of the prelims We have got Chase Hooper The youngest motherfucker On the roster And he is fighting Alex Carreras You know what I mean? Bruce Leroy Who got to the UFC from the Ultimate uh, Fighter. And it was an early ish ultimate it like well, when I got earlyish. I think it was like Hmm. I wanna say maybe seven. Like, I don't know. In my head I'm thinking seven or twelve. Mm, but yeah. He 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 got there via that. And he's been fighting for a you know a good chunk of time. Right? Not got the best record. Coming into this fight He's 15 and 12 But He has had some great performances You know And he's got that versatility So it was Definitely Gonna be Hooper's Toughest Yeah Toughest challenge man. And so it starts off And Hooper Definitely got heart He's pushing forward You know Pushing forward Trying to You know Get off and put in work. But, you know, Caceres, he's hitting that jab. Just pumping the jab out. And, hey, just a stiff jab puts Hooper down. You know, Caceres, um, he doesn't rush in, right? Because he doesn't want to be. Because he knows Hooper's best. Opportunity is his ground game, so he he keeps on the outside, lets him up. He's um, you know what he's doing, Caceres is he's just uh, really sharp, really precise, you know, and Hooper just doesn't, uh, like he just doesn't have the power to phase Cazarus. You know, so when Hooper does land, it, it's it's just not enough to stop him in his tracks, you know, to give him pause. And also like he's his he stand up, it's not the sharpest. So when he isn't like la- when he is landing, it, it's not precise, right? He's not getting off clean shots. Uh so that's a problem. You know, so um yeah, Hooper gets in and he, he's able to clinch for a bit. But yeah, Cazares, he's landing body shots. He's he's just touching Hooper up with with ease, you can say, you know. Caceres, he takes Hooper down And You know Like it 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 does like the round Ends in a weird transition But it's like he takes him down But He kind of leaves his leg And you can see Hooper th- like trying to Do something but yeah Then the round ends So Kaceres Easily wins the first they ended the around shows, hey, don't fuck around on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, look, and that's not to say Caceres doesn't have a good ground game, because he does have a good ground game. He's submitted dudes on the ground. But that's where Hooper has his best opportunity. So, yeah, you don't wanna, you know what I mean? Just give him that. So in the second round again, Hooper comes out. He's moving forward. He's trying, which is you know it's good to see. But you know Caseras is just landing at will, basically landing at will, and uh, you know he's 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 showing good movement. Good movement, just like in the first round Cazares He lands a nice Straight, but Cooper gets In clinches But, um, yeah Every time Cooper is able To get a clinch Cazares is just able to Shrug him off So, yeah I think Cooper needs more muscle Right Um Yeah, Hooper is, you know, he's showing heart in there Because he is getting hit So he's showing heart, he's got a good chin But you're kind of like, you know, like, look It's not the same as if you're getting hit by Ngano. But he's a young dude Like, it's not the best for him to be getting hit like this You know? But, yeah, I think that's that's what happens, right? <clears throat> um, you know, at one point, Hooper, you know, he pulls guard. Pulls guard. Um, trying to do something. But, yeah, Cazares, as I said, look, he's not a slouch on the ground. And so he's always able to escape. Right? So, yeah, Cazares... Another round, so we go into the third, and again, you know, he, he, he's coming forward, he, he's coming forward, right, and he's doing what his corner has asked him to do, but it's just not enough, it's not enough, Cazares is just smooth and clinical, no, you know, smooth and clinical, and he's like a matador in there, you know, he he's just, like, toying is maybe not quite the word, but he's controlling everything, you know, like, at no point is he ever really in any danger, and he just, hey, he just shows his skills, what this does do, though, it shows that Hooper does need work in some areas. So I it, I think it'd be good if he takes a bit of a break. You know, And he should definitely take a break from, from the shots that he took, right? But if he takes a break and works on just, you know, just striking for sure, you know, just... A month, a few months Work, just work on that striking And then comes back I think that's going to be beneficial To Hooper But, these were great prelims man Great prelims Can't wait to get into the main Card Okay, so the first Fight on the main card We had Sean O'Malley go up Against Eddie Wineland So this is O'Malley's probably biggest test at bantamweight so far, and, you know, although Wyland, you know, he, he hasn't been as regular in the cage as some other fighters, he was the first WEC bantamweight champion, and, you know, he performed real well in his last fight, you know, he's a veteran, so... Yeah, the question was Can O'Malley do what he does at this level? And um, I think the answer is yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically, O'Malley looked incredible, right? So, you know, it was a a fast start, right? O- O'Malley was using his kicks really well uh Weiland, yo he he ducked under a couple of head kicks, which just was just like good damn You know what I mean? like hey if if O'Malley times one of those or even if he fakes the high and comes lower. We're gonna see something crazy here. That's what I thought at the beginning when I saw that shit. You know what I mean? Like um Wyland's hands. Right, he well, he lands a good left. Yeah. Um, and you know he's got that crazy the his weird stance, the way he holds his hands, all of that, right? But he was making it work at the beginning. But O'Malley was um you know he 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 was getting his range he he was getting his range and oh my god he faked an uppercut he just threw this it wasn't even a big fake it was a slight feint right but the movement was there he threw the intent so Wineland saw it, he he kind of tried to, you know, reposition himself, but o- O'Malley had then whipped in this right overhand so fast. It just hit Wineland and God. Damn, he Wyland went down, and the crazy thing about it, right, Wyland, he goes down, he lands on his back, and he kind of looks up, then he just rolls over and he's out, he's out, it was one of the craziest knockouts, now, we're gonna see another knockout a bit later on, That was definitely a crazy knockout But this This one was insane In just the way Weiland reacted to it Because as I said At first you think Oh like He's stunned Like you know what I mean He The fight's done But you kind of figured like Weiland Yeah He needs to sit and chill But he's just a bit You know what I mean But then you realise Oh no He is literally out cold It was such a crazy, bizarre thing. But, yeah, this was a huge, huge win for O'Malley, man. It really was. And it was just the start of the bantamweight. Just their phenomenal performances this night. Um, On the main card, that is, right? So, the next fight, we jump up to the welterweight division. And we had Anthony Rocco Martin against Neil Magny, with his new nickname. Is it the Haitian Nightmare? Something like that. But it's just like ah, Magny has got himself a little nickname. You know what I mean? All these years. <laughs> but um, yeah. This was this looked like it could be interesting, and it was like, it started off a little tentative, you know what I mean, so they're, they're looking at each other, they're trying to weigh up the best entries, the best thing to do, and yeah, obviously, that makes a lot of sense, right, so Martin, he he came in for a clinch, um, you know, it, it looked like he wants to get The fight to the ground That was That seemed to be His main intent Like Starting off In this one Like Magni though Man Magni's takedown defense Was just It was good It was good despite man So he breaks away And Yeah Just hits Hits a nice calf kick right, um, you know, Martin, he was going for a lot of headshots, and really, you know, working to, yeah, he was trying to throw the headshots to get in close to take it down, but, yeah, just wasn't, just wasn't really happening, you know, when, um, you know, when there was space, Magni was, you know, I mean, he 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 was really looking at ease, really just flowing, and yeah, I think he controlled the round. You know, it it was close, but really Magni kind of he he forced the pace that he wanted. It was yeah, it was good. It was a good display for Magni, man. So the second round, um, Magni, you know what I mean? He's using the jab. He's using the jab and a low kick really well. Right? Um, Martin, man, he he landed a um a nice overhand that did look like it might have hurt Magni a bit. Right, there's you know, Magnet kind of backed up to the fence, and you know, he kind of chilled in that space for a, a sec, but then you kind of noticed, no, he's fine. You know, what I mean, it was just a quick little, quick little thing, and you know, he's back to his senses. Um, Martin was able to get a takedown But he couldn't hold it So, yeah Magny was back to his feet Um You know, there there was a a lot of clinch work But Yeah Magny, you know what I mean Magny was doing his thing Um You know, he was working on a takedown himself You know And and the round was close You know what I mean? It, it was a close round You might want to give it to Martin Because of the right that seemed to hurt Magny And the fact that, you know, he was able to get a takedown Right? So we're going into the third And it could be one all, Or we could be 2-1 Mag- 2-0 Magny yeah, you know, so you know, Magni man, Magni started with a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure and pace. You know, really kind of putting it on um Martin because Magni wasn't even gassed. You know, he like wasn't gassed, didn't look like he'd even broken a sweat. Where Martin he he did look like he you know what I mean? he's feeling the wear of it all um yeah you know magny was landing some nice shots got a good stepping elbow you know as the uh, and then he landed another elbow when they broke away from a clinch um yeah martin uh, you know he as the round was going on he really started to look Really tired, you know, just like, oh shit Like, that noticeable where, you know, it can give confidence to another fighter, you know what I mean? Um Like, Martin, he did land one big shot But, really, the round was all Magni. You know what I mean? Like, Magny was just turning on the pace, just applying that pressure, landing shots, working that head, working the body, working the legs. I mean, he, he was just turning it on nicely. And, yeah, it just didn't seem that Martin, like, he didn't seem to know how to... He mean how to slow things and get things back on track for him. so uh, yeah it was a good win for Magny he got a unanimous decision. So next up we jumped to the Bantamweight division and this fight we had been told this fight was for the number one contender, right? So whoever wins this will will fight the winner of Peter Yang and Jose Aldo. So, yeah, you know, right? It's Corey Sanhagen against Al Sterling. And on paper, right, this fight, like, Sanhagen, he's just been on, I think it was like, what? six fights unbeaten, something like that, right, and Sterling, hey, he'd won his last four, he'd won his last four, and he had looked impressive, real, like, impressive enough to have warranted that title shot, you know what I mean, but, he didn't get it, and that I feel that was partly because he had said his hand was hurt, right? Yeah, his hand was hurt, and originally, he also kind of said that he didn't want to fight during COVID. So, I think with those two things, that put him out of the title picture, and then once he was just like, actually, I'm called to fight, that it had already been kind of sewn up, you know what I mean? But, hey... Whatever happens in this fight, right, that's the thing And you could see both, both dudes were prepared Both were prepared, it was, yeah So it starts off and, whoo, Sterling came out hot Sterling came out hot, a lot of movement you know what I mean? A lot of movement. Um, Sanhagen, he tried for a head kick, but he gets pushed back. You know, Sterling grabbed the leg, pushed him back against the fence, and he's hunting for the takedown. Sanhagen, um, so he, well, Sanhagen kind of shifted the position right, so he he wants to kind of use the fence to ensure that, you know, Sterling can't get him down, so he's trying to utilize the fence, right, but Sterling's just like, oh, you showed me your back, thank you, I'll take that, so he jumps that back, you know what I mean, jumped, and so fast, so fast, he took the back, right, Um, he gets the body triangle, and he's hunting for the rear naked, right, so, Sanhagen survives when it's on the chin, but, you know, Sterling, hey, there's a little bit maneuvering, Arm goes under the chin. Oh shit. It is a rap. It's a rap, man. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. With San Hagen, he, he taps. He taps. Sterling let's go. And yo, he's out. Sanhagen's has out cold. So I it's literally like. You mean, he's... Sanhagen must have just been blacking out. And, you know, instinctively, hand comes to tap. And, yeah, then he's out cold. This was a incredible performance from Sterling. Incredible performance. Sanhagen didn't even... I don't think Sanhagen landed a punch on him. Yo, Sterling just... It's one of the best performances he's had in the motherfucking octagon. It was just. Woo! Straight class, people. Straight class. So, right? Now we're at the co main event. Another bantamweight fight. And you kind of think, okay, what can, you know, Rafael Sansao, Cody Garbrandt do? You know what I mean? Like, we have seen some just incredible performances tonight from these friggin' you know what I mean bantamweights. Because you, you right, you think the, the the Cody Stamen Brian Kelleher was at um featherweight, but Stamen is a bantamweight. So you know what I mean he put on a great performance. O'Malley put on a great performance. Sterling's rocked the motherfucking house. So yeah, it's like, what can uh, you know? What What can these cats do, right? And the other big question: How is Garbrandt's chin gonna be? You know what? Like, is him working with uh, Mark Henry? Is that, are we gonna see a difference? Are we gonna see an actual difference? That's what we wanted to see here. So, first round, man, it starts, and you know, Garbrandt, he comes out with the leg kicks. You know, and Santel hasn't really, you know, been I mean, committed to anything. So, you know, Right away, he seems to be looking for openings, right? And Garbrand, you know, he's showing a, a great use of speed, you know, he's um moving well, like landing and getting out of trouble. It, it's just, yeah, Garbrand is just. Hey, he, he's had a phenomenal performance in the first round. You know? We're seeing a more measured Garbrandt. Right? He, he's not getting reckless. He's not, you know, just going like, all right, let's get in the pocket, let's throw. Yo, know, he, he's very controlled, which is great. So we go to the second round, okay? And... um. A sentail, You know, he tries to come out fast, right? Just um, you know, just misses as Garbrandt lands a low kick, right? Garbrandt gets um a down, right? But it's a it's a straight scramble, and they're back up. Right, as Sansao, he's he's still working on the on his range, lands a few kicks, but Garbrandt's speed is a big problem for him. You know, Garbrandt is you know he he's fighting extremely measured. You know, he's still got that composure, which yeah, it's a big thing. This is a big thing right here. You know, as Sansao. Is um he's landing when Garbrandt comes in, and you know he's he's tagged the chin, right? He's tagged the chin, but yeah, Garbrandt hasn't been affected. You know he hasn't been stunned. He's um yeah he it's been holding up really well so far. You okay? know so that's good. Right, Garbrandt lands a um, a big right that nearly puts a down. Right, he does that kind of shaky legs, arm goes low, but he he stays on his feet. Uh, Garbrandt, you know, lands a nice left as well, and just as the round is ending, a Santel goes for a jumping body kick. And looks to pressure um, you know I mean looks to pressure Garbrand but literally on the buzzer okay so Garbrand kind of just ducks down at the waist arm back upper arm low he co- he's coming up and as Sun cell Throws, it looks to be a body shot, right? But as that's happening, Garbrand uncorks a left. He uncorks a left. Now, Asun body shot is coming at the same time, but that shot isn't, like, it was never close. Like, Asantzow was too far out for the shot. And so, Garbrandt's left just... Whew, it hits Sal's chin as the buzzer goes. And Asantzow is out cold. Out cold, people it was a hell of a knockout, you know what I mean, it was a hell of a knock, it was brutal, because Asantel, yeah, he's out cold, and the crazy thing is, you know, so, everyone's come in, and they brought the stool in, and they're trying to get Asantel to sit on the stool, and he sits there, and as they kind of then back off to leave him, he's just toppling out of the stall. It's just like, fuck, should have just left him on the ground. You know what I mean? Just leave him on the ground. This is insane. But goddamn, I think mean, Garbrandt answered, he answered some questions tonight, right? Now, it, we still don't fully know if he comes up against someone who's going to pressure him more. Right, who's who's got heavier hands? How's he? You know, how's he gonna be then? If he can, if he's fighting someone that's really gonna try and draw him into a friggin' dogfight, what's gonna happen at that point? Like Cheeto Vera, think about that. Someone like that, can he hold up? Who knows, right? But he definitely let us see. That he's been putting in work, and we, we've seen marked improvements. So, yo, hats off to Cody, man. Hats off to Cody. So, now, it's the main event of the friggin' evening, people. We have got the lioness herself, Amanda Nunes. Yo, and she is fighting Felicia Spencer. Right, yup, that's right, the phenom <laughs> Oh man, this, oh, this fight, this fight was something And, you know, I think kids, it is, yo know, people have gone, is Nunez the GOAT? Right, is she the best female fighter? And, yo, what we saw tonight, <sighs> god damn, Nunez is on another level. She really is. So, you know, the fight starts and, you know, they're kind of assessing each other, you know, for, for a little bit, sizing each other up. Spencer rushes forward tries to get Nunez on the fence to take her down, yo. Know, because that's the thing, I think in all the talk before the fight, it was clear that Spencer is thinking that she gets Nunez down, she takes her out, that seemed to be the thinking, so when this happened, you're like, alright, yeah, she's trying to do that game plan, man, and so this is happening, Nunez, you know what I mean, she's like, nah, that ain't happening So, she, uh, yeah, she, she shoves her off Landing as she exits, you know, from the situation Like, you know, as soon as that happens, you're just like, ooh <laughs> You know what I mean, like, I don't know how easy it's gonna be for Spencer to get Nunez down, you know so, um, you know, Nunes has landed a heavy leg kick. You know. Spencer, she's um you know, she's trying. She's trying. But yeah, Nunez hits her with an uppercut, then an overhand. Man, you know what I mean? She is just Oh man, she's landing perfectly. Yo, everything that she's throwing, it's just really on the money. On the goddamn money. Like, Spencer catches a kick from Nunez, tries to get her down. But Nunez, man, Nunez, right? She grabs her and then executes a great hip toss. A great hip toss. They're up against a fence. You know, what I mean? so like I think, you know, Spence was thinking again, you know, get her by the fence. I can then use that to get her down. But when she gets hip tossed, <sighs> ooh, and it says a lot. Says a lot. You know, so then Nunes is just working, improving the position and dropping elbows, dropping elbows, and you can see that, yeah, that's not where Spencer wanted to be, and it's kind of given her pause, because she thought she could utilize the fence, right, push her against the fence, get it, I'll eventually get her down, but in that moment, when she gets hip-tossed, she's just like, fuck. This just ain't working, ain't gonna work, so yeah, first round, clear, a clear Nunes round, so we go into the second, and again, Spencer, She you know, she tries to, you know, utilize a rush to um, get in, but yeah, it, it does, you know, it's, Just getting her tagged up, you know, she, because it's not a set up rush forward You know, that's a problem with Spencer and some of her attacks in this fight She's doing them naked, you know, she's not setting anything up One thing that was like, must have been kind of just unnerving like Nunes has just got this grin on her face. Grin on her face as she lands a heavy leg kick on Spencer. You know? And she's just, man, hitting her so hard. And she's just got this maniacal grin on her face. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Looking at that, knowing that fuck, I can't get her down, I, I can't implement my game. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, Spe- you know, Spencer, she keeps on trying though, like she shoots, but she hasn't set the shoot up, so yeah, Nunez just stuffs it, stuffs it, and Yeah, gets her own takedown. You know, Spencer just doesn't have any answers. You know, she lands a kick, but again, the round all Nunes. Just all Nunes. So, third round, again, Spencer tries to rush forward. Again, met with shots. (laughs) You know, she, um, Yeah, see, lands a knee, but it just doesn't have any real pop behind it. You know, when Nunes lands on Spencer, there's impact. But if Spencer gets anything off, it just, you know, it just seems to be a tap in comparison, right? Which, uh, yeah, that's just, yeah, it's an issue. But she needs to do something that gives Nunez pause. That's what that's what's needed and it's not what we're getting. You know? Um Yeah, you know, like Nunez, she's she's landing at will. Like thunderous shots, right? She knocks Spencer's mouthpiece out at one point. And I have to say, Nunez, like, hey, she's a decent person, right? She steps back and lets Spencer put it in, pick it up and put it in. Because the referee don't stop the fight, right? Referee don't stop the fight, you know? So, yeah, Nunez could have just unloaded on her, but she doesn't. Like, Nunez doesn't try and be sneaky like Anderson Silva against Bisbee. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, but but we do see that in this fight, yo. There is a lot of respect. You know, there's definitely a lot of respect in there. Um, but yeah, you know, so she gets a mouthpiece, catches a a kick, and tries to get Nunez down. But yeah, Nunez ain't having it. You know. She's landed, like, a heavy body shot. And is just picking Spencer apart. Like, Spencer just can't find any sort of answer to what's coming to her. You know? Her left leg is getting jacked up. Like, Nunez ends the round with a spinning elbow. It's just... Oh, man, it's, it just seems so disheartening You like, Nune- know, like, Spencer just can't do anything Can't do anything And you're looking at this fight And you're just like <sighs> You know What can Spencer do? Like, is it even worth her being in there? You know? Right, so the fourth round And um. Yeah, again, Spencer, she tries to rush forward. You know, tries to rush forward. But, yeah, she's just getting batted away. Batted away and then battered. Like, Nunes hits a good inside leg kick. And as Spencer just, you know, her balance is off. She's like. Hit just hit with like a stiff right down the middle. It, it, we're just seeing some just immaculate technique from Nunes, you know, and she's trying new things. That's the crazy thing, you know. What I mean, she's trying new things and just putting in work, really is. Um. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's 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 crazy. You know, she's just like Nunez, is just really just squashing anything Spencer can throw at her. Like she's Spencer's trying for takedowns. Nunez just squats splats her away. You know. Nunes lands a spinning back kick. It's just, like, Nunes don't throw spinning attacks. What's happening? You know what I mean? It's insane, man. And, yeah, she's just hitting. And this time, like, she's hitting Spencer, and Spencer is wobbling. You know? She's just... Yeah, wobbling. And towards the end, Nunez just unloads on her. She knocks her down. And yeah, it's it's getting to a beating, right? She took her back at the end of the round, sinks in a rear naked choke, and you like ah oh. she's under the chin. Under the chin, and Spencer just can't do anything. And the bell goes And you just think to yourself A few more seconds And that's that's over That is over I gotta give it to Spencer Because she could've tapped She could've tapped and ended this torture But she doesn't So Look, Spencer's showing me mad heart But The problem is, so she goes to a corner And they're not Giving her Anything really, like you know, they're telling, they they're telling us stuff, you know, like oh, if you try this, blah blah blah, but it's just like, but it it hasn't worked, none of this stuff has worked, right? She's just getting battered, she's literally just getting battered, and you kind of think, you should just end the fight, you should. Just end the fight, because at least in the cyborg fight, Spencer was landing. Yo, know, she cut cyborg. Like, you know what I mean, she landed some shit on cyborg. She's not doing anything to Nunez. And that's the problem. You kind of just think, just end this fight. And in the fifth round, Nunez just continues the beating. She continues the beating. And, hey, at some point, she hits Spencer and Spencer is looking in trouble. But you get the sense that Nunez is like, you know what, I'm... I know I'm winning this fight. I know I'm winning this fight easily. I'm not going to I'm not going to do unnecessary damage. So a lot of this round, Nunes takes her down. Takes her down. And even when she's taken her down, she doesn't really like go crazy on the ground and pound. And yeah, you you get the sense that Nunez is just being merciful, because if she left it standing, I think the fight's getting stopped. You know, and even if on the ground Nunez just unloaded with ground and pound, the fight's getting stopped. But Nunez just ain't. She just showed her mercy, and I respect that because, you know. It was a clear victory. Now, the crazy thing about this fight was the score. Okay? So, two judges gave it um, 50-44. And one judge gave it 50-45. Right? Now, if you look at it, every round was dominant performance from Nunes. So you could technically have just given every round as a 10-8. Like, one judge didn't give any 10 and the other two gave one 10-8. And it's a bit like, every round could have been a 10-8. And especially with the new scoring system. So that was a bit kind of odd. You know? Look, they, it's like they didn't give a round to Spencer or anything nuts like that. But I still do think the judges should get talked to and asked what are you seeing? Like how are you thinking that's not a 10-8 when you know the fighter is outskilled and just getting battered. Right? But you know, what I mean? this was it was a great performance from Nuñez. This was a great freaking card. Some phenomenal fights, right? Now the bonuses, all performance bonuses, so um, Garbrandt gets a bonus, Sterling gets a bonus, O'Malley gets one, and so does uh, Alex Perez. And yeah. I didn't get that. I would try again. I would say that all of those are valid. All of those are valid. Like, you know. A lot of fighters could have you know, you could have given something to Herbert Burns. Yeah, could have given something to Stamen, Heinish, you know, Karez. Like there's a lot of people that could have got bonuses. But, you know, it was fair. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun card and yeah, I went you know I did a clean sweep on the main card, I predicted all of those fights, so that was, that was good And also, I got, what, two of the, well, no, I got three of the prelims So Burns, um, Heinish and Karez So, hey, not a bad night with the predictions, Alright <laughs> Man, we could be onto something, people. <laughs> okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode, yo. Again, like last week, we're gonna be putting out another one. Um, probably Friday, breaking down the next fight night. Ivy Valkyrie Valvilo, right, so stay tuned for that one. But we've had so- there's been a bit of news, man. There's been a bit of news since the uh, fight, all right. So, um, you know, Chris Bird lost to Mackie Pataglio, right? And, um, yo, my man's retired, right? So, Bird. He's the team captain at Fortis MMA So I don't know if he's going to keep that position You know what I mean? Still be training, still be helping the dudes um, But yeah, he's he's retired, you know You know, maybe he's going to have a change of heart, who knows But, you know, that that's what's happening right now Okay, so... Um, some fight news. So Hannah Cipher is making the quick turnaround from her last fight just a few weeks back, right? So she is going to be fighting um, Maria Agapova on um, on Saturday, June the 13th, right? So she's stepping in as a replacement in that one. Um, On the June 20th Fight card Which is Blades v um, Volkov So uh, it looks like We're we're possibly getting Jim Miller against Roosevelt Roberts That should be fun Uh, The following week Which is the Poirier hooker fight We've got so, supposedly, right, we're getting Luis Pena against Karma Worthy, all right, and um, we all saw what uh Worthy did on his UFC debut, you know. Um, it also seems we're getting Mickey Goal against Mike Perry, that's gonna be interesting, I mean, especially to see. If Perry follows through what he said and he has his girlfriend and her friend in his corner, <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, Ian Hynish is on the quick turnaround, he's gonna be fighting Brendan Allen, who is a teammate of Gerard Marshall. So, um, yeah, there's that on the um, 2nd of July. Invicta is making A comeback So this this event is going to be Headlined by Juliana Lima against Emily Doshot So um, yo that's going to be A fun one but Also you know the, the co-main event on that card Is Alicia Zapatella Against Lindsay Van Zandt We've also got Deanna Bennett against Victoria Leonardo and Chelsea Handler against Olivia Parker. <laughs> oh man, as well as Claire Guthrie against Laura Anderson and Gia Godin against Shelby Corrin. So, um, yo, this is fun. It's coming from Memorial Hall in Kansas City. Um, you know what I mean As most Invicta cards And it's on Fight Pass So I am looking forward to that uh, So We have had a gang Of fights announced For UFC 251 Which Hey It's Fight Island baby It's on Fight Island Right so we're gonna get Um Rolian Pavav against Zalgas uh, Zamagulav. I think I butchered that. Um. Also Volkon Uzamir against Jari Prokazaka. Um. And oh, this is sweet. So we're gonna get. Um, Usman v. Burns And Volkanovski Against Holloway Oh my Gosh You know what I mean That is Pretty Hot You know what I mean That's an awesome friggin card Right You know what I mean I think there's another friggin fight on that card as well that um my goddamn mind is uh escaping me you know what I mean? but um yeah it is a stella a stella one oh the other fight it's yan v aldo yes that's the one yan v aldo Alright, so that's going to be awesome. And as well, Michael Bisbin is making his pay per view debut at the announcing table. So, oh, oh Bisbin gets to go to Fight Island. <laughs> right, so next up on the 1st of August, we're getting Holly home against Arini Aldana. Fun fight. If Aldana wins that, she is yo, she's knocking at the door is fight, you know what I mean? A, 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 a contender for the belt. We're also getting Edmund Shabazian against Derek Bronson. Oh. As a fun one. That's a fun one, man. Now, on the 15th of August, UFC 252. It's been signed. We are finally getting the Trilogy Fight. Stipe Miokic against Daniel Cormier. This is for all the marbles. And remember, it's going to be Cormier's last friggin' fight. Yup. Now, also, we are getting UFC 253, it looks like. It's Khabib against Gaethje Looks like that's gonna happen So that's September So um Yo There is a lot going down I mean also Herbert Burns He's called out Ryan Hall <laughs> You know what I mean With Polaris is coming back soon there is Hey There's a lot of fun shit happening You know what I mean So um, Hey Make sure that you You've got all your shit locked down You know what I mean <laughs> Because we have got some fun stuff coming And I goddamn can't wait So um, That is us for another episode people And remember We will be back Friday To break down Saturday's event Alright Cool Peace people.